Hey everybody, we're back with episode 57. It's been a busy, busy week for everybody. <laughs> yeah. So busy for Bill that he can't even join us this week and we, we feel for him. We love you, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> we're hoping he's with us again next week and, and a little less stress in his life. Um, so I just want to apologize in advance. It's going to be a real casual, underprepared episode. <laughs> just going to... We're going to talk about something we, I, I know you like, actually. If I had to pick one of you guys to talk about this topic, it would be yourself. Uh, yes. We're going to talk about some fighting games after we uh, catch up on what we've been doing. Excited. So what have you been playing in, uh, this last week? Anything? Or have you had a chance to play anything? Uh, well, I mean, since last time, uh, I've just been doing more mostly of the computer work. So um, I think I've, you know, you guys have probably heard, and if you followed on Twitter, um, basically there was the two portables that I, I got from work. So there was the compact portable and the portable two. I'm still working with uh, Luke from Console 5. So for some reason, if you guys have not, gone to console5.com before that's great website where you can get a lot of repair parts and stuff for consoles and stuff and if you're looking for kits um you know you can get with luke and he'll help prepare a kit and i usually try to do that i might can source my own parts um you know like capacitors and things but a he sells things at a great price because he buys in some bulk um so i really don't save much money in doing it myself and b uh, it helps prepare kits and things so other people that may need to do these things in the future, they can just buy a kit and not have to try to figure out what parts they need. So he does a lot of that. Um, so if you're in the U.S. and you need something, Console 5, and I know, well, you know, Canada too. I, I, yeah, I've ordered, uh, not recently, but a couple of years ago, yeah, some kits off them, same thing. Yeah, shipping was fine for up here, as fine as it ever is out of the U.S., but the kits were reasonably priced. Yeah, you know, it's uh, he d- runs that. I don't know if it's his main livelihood or his side hustle, but, you know, just from odds and ends, uh, emails back and forth, I know he helps his, has his kids help him and, and run the business out of the house. And who knows? Maybe we, someday we should ask him to come on. It'd be an interesting conversation. That could be, yeah. So um, I'm waiting for a cap kit to redo a power supply on the portable one, so I really haven't had any time to dig any further into it. I really have no idea, other than I know the hard drive's dead because I swapped it. Um, but that's not surprising. These are really ancient 20-megabyte hard drives. Both hard, hard drives were dead. Um, I got all the stuff I needed for the portable, too, so I, I put in a... It's got a very early IDE controller in it, but it's still IDE compatible, so I got a, a compact flash to IDE setup on it set that up today through dos on it um and playing around so everything is up and running working really well so i'll be trying to work on buttoning it up and then maybe having some fun with an old 286 portable quote unquote computer (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and i'll fix the other one up i you know i probably think i probably will end up selling maybe the regular the first portable once i'm done with it it's an it's an 8088, so, you know, it's an old XT machine, um, and with a 286, there's not much I'm going to do with it, but uh, besides that and working on some other stuff, um, you know, that's been taking up my time. News-wise, you know, I, I keep an eye on on Twitter and some of the developments that are happening there, so if you guys are on there, you've seen things too, but the one thing that hit me was um, the Satiator. Which was, you know, there's been a lot of, and we've talked about these um, optical disc emulators, you know, systems. Um, there's a new one for PlayStation that just hit this X station. There's um, the mode we talked about a while back for Saturn and Dreamcast. 
Uh, and then this one that I've been watching for and I thought was going to be really good was this thing called the Satiator, which is basically a card that will just plug into the the card slot in the back of the Saturn. So you don't have to do really any mods at all. Just plug it in and away you go, right? Okay. Um, which is really cool. Uh, it's a great idea. Unfortunately, it's like $260. So, US, too. Uh, yeah. 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 So uh, it's the most expensive solution that's out there. Um, but again, it is completely plug and play. You know, just pop it in and away you go. Um, I haven't seen anything yet on compatibility, but I hear it's really good. I would like to get something for my Saturn at some point in time. I have two Saturns. So I'll keep my original legit forever but my other one's already modded and so i'll probably get something in there as well at some point what i go with i don't know because it's, it's some expensive stuff so yeah we'll wait and see how that turns out i was not expecting that to be i was thinking 200 dollars top end because um, i think the right. mode is like 200 dollars. um but anyway you know we'll see how that pans out Playing, um, you know, besides goofing off and trying to get these computers to work, um, I've, I've played a little more Neo Geo, uh, just the the World Heroes. World Heroes. Yeah. So we're talking about fighting games. So, you know. Perfect. I play a little more World Heroes. Uh, eventually on the slow boat from Japan, I'll have some more fighting games coming in. I've got a copy of Samurai Showdown 2 and um, uh, Fatal Fury special uh, i think is what's coming in um i don't have them here yet and then again i'm still saving my pennies up for a flash cart so i'll have all the good neo geo fighters was it just the the price uh, why you picked up those two games or do you have any uh, like old childhood links to those two as well i do um i played a ton of samurai showdown one and two in the arcade so i definitely wanted to get them and sam show one and two are pretty cheap um, yeah for ads yeah, cards they're they're yeah some of the easiest ones to pick out for sure yeah same with the fatal fury games right and so i think it's is maybe it's fatal fury 2 special or i don't know i'd have to go back and look at it because it's the japanese version but um uh yeah as so i played you know fatal fury a lot um i guess i think i mentioned before um I played a lot of World Heroes because Neo Geos were just everywhere around here. I don't know about where you were at. There were a lot of never, NDS cabinets. Never saw one growing up. Really? Like, yeah, never. There like, were I a lot see, of them here. I didn't see a machine with like even Puzzle Bobble in it until like within the last 10 years at an arcade in Canada. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like four slot MVS machines were pretty common around here back in the day. I, I have a hunch they probably were around the Vancouver area, but I didn't grow up around that area. So we didn't get down there very often to arcade. Gotcha. So, I mean, while I, you know, I played a lot of Street Fighter, obviously, and Mortal Kombat, but there was tons of Neo Geo because it was there. So every time the new Geo, new Neo Geo games would come out, we would play them. Um, you know, that's why I've said I played in like Fighters History. Um, I played, you know, a lot of both the World Heroes games, um, Art of Fighting. You know, we played that one, uh, although Art of Fighting is probably my least favorite out of that grouping. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we played some King of Fighters when that first hit. I was just going because all those other ones kind of predate King of Fighters by a year or two. I was going to ask if you got into those. Just a little bit. I mean, um... Probably like King of Fighters 95 and and 96 yeah. around there was probably about as far as I went before I was mostly like, hey, let's play things at home. Oh, that's too bad because 
the next year is when they like really hit their stride. Ninety seven's like like one of my favorites. Yeah, I hear like ninety seven and two thousand are like you know ninety eight. And 2002 are usually the fan favorites, uh, but 97 is like where they found the formula that works and they just perfected it with 98 kind of thing. Yeah, I, I played it when it was pretty new and the idea was pretty new. Um, yeah, 94 and- is rough. Like that, that's like playing like an Art of Fighting, Fatal Fury kind of fighter, but 95 and 96, they're getting a little more solid there too. Yeah, and I liked 95 enough to where I bought it when it came to PlayStation, but it was not very good on PlayStation. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't played that version. It's yet. not very good. Um, so I'm really looking forward to having a flash cart so I can get back and play you know, more of those and some of the other neat. Cause I did, I, mean, I played bubble puzzle bobble. I played a lot of Neo Geo back in the day. Um, nice. to the point where if there was some place where I could have gotten a Neo Geo save card, I would have bought one. I mean, <laughs> awesome. there were a few times where I plugged my headphones in, you know, did, did you ever see, uh, like AES stuff in a store when you were no, growing up? Never. No. Yeah. I no mean, you would have bought that stuff. But I would see no order. Yeah. Magazine ads, yeah. for AES stuff, but literally never saw uh, any of it in a store in my life. I never, I think I said that before, I never saw an AES until like conventions and things Yeah, when I started going. Um, same, same way. It just didn't, unobtainium, it just really wasn't a thing. <laughs> um, I'm sure there probably was some rich kid somewhere that had one, but yeah. it, it just was not a thing. Um, I did see Neo Geo CD. I knew... Of a few people oh, okay. that had those uh, when it was a thing. <clears throat> but, I mean, still, like one person, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're like, okay. Um, so, you know, that's kind of it for me. It's what I've been up to. I w- I'm i going to play some Battletoads so I can tell you about it. Please do. I'm curious. I, I've, yeah. I've heard mostly negative stuff about it, but I've actually, since I mentioned it to you, I've heard a few people be like, no, the, this is really funny and the writing's really good and it makes it worthwhile. Yeah, so I'll I'll give it a shot for you since it's on Game Pass anyway. I'll yeah. let you know what I think. Um, and it's it's supposedly not hard as nails like the old stuff. Like it, it's very reasonable from what I hear. And I really want to play Mortal Shell, which just hit. Oh yeah, digitally trailer. Yeah, it just hit digitally, but it did get announced that they're doing a physical release in October. So I'm just gonna wait and pick it up, pick up the physical release in October, which is a shame. I'd really like to play it now, but yeah, October's not that far away. Yeah, just a couple months. And, uh, you know, so the fall is coming up. I'll have that to look forward to. Bravely uh, Default 2. At some point, they keep saying 2020. So they at haven't, some point. They haven't uh, pushed that back yet? No, not yet. So mm. I'll keep crossing my fingers on that one. Yeah. Nintendo's uh, supposedly doing a big uh, direct in September. Maybe they'll talk about that in there. Yeah, I'm hoping. It's, I mean, it's got to be like a Christmas release or something, I would imagine. Yeah. But, you know, that's, I think that's probably most of it for, for me. I'm learning a whole lot about creating disks for ancient systems. And, <laughs> and so, yeah. Useful life information. Totally not practical, but fun. How about you? Um, I've been putting a lot of extra hours at my old store trying to get them ready because they had to move locations uh, a little more abruptly than they'd planned to. So there's kind of a rush to get this new place renovated and open again because you can only be closed without revenue coming in for so long yeah so everyone's putting in long hours long long days all week long doing construction work trying to get this place up and running but it's gonna look amazing when it's done cool i want to see some pictures 
yeah, like I'm, I'm sure they'll blow them out on the Facebook page, but I'll, I'll steal some and send them up to you. Um, so my game time's been really limited this, this last couple weeks. I had one day last Sunday where I got to sit down and really dig into Sky Kid, which I'd been tinkering with the few days prior to that. Okay. And, and make my way through that. I got to loop that game and it's really tough, but, but fair tough. It's not frustrating, which because it's such an early game, I was very much expecting a frustrating <laughs> experience, but I, I kind of liked it. So I think Sky Kid's a solid little shooter. It's got some neat ideas in it. Some weird mechanics, and you scroll to the left for some reason. Yeah, I've played that one before. It's kind of, uh, again, it was early days, right? So yeah, yeah, because you can like, like you can just shoot them up, like any shoot them up, just fly around, dodge the stuff, shoot the guys. Uh, but there's like land uh, things to attack you and, that shoot missiles and stuff like straight up, and then there's the airplanes that come from the top from both sides of the screen. And then every once in a while, uh, you'll have uh, bombs you can pick up on the bottom of the stage and you can fly them up. And then when you get to these big like uh, fortresses or airship or aircraft carriers, uh, you can drop the bomb on them. And if you hit them dead center, you'll sink them and get a bonus, a huge bonus at the end of the stage. Uh, or you can just like act, miss them a little bit, hit their guns on the side and just get a few extra bonus points. But it was neat. I liked it. Very good. Uh, I started my way through a Tecmo Super Bowl season as well. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I think I'm through the season, so I should be into playoffs next time I boot that game up. Uh, so I still got a little ways to go. Is that an 18-game season? Uh, there's 17 weeks, I think, in the in the season before the playoffs start. Okay, so probably like um, there's bye weeks. Do they have bye weeks and all that, or...? I don't know. I haven't looked too far into it. Gotcha. Yeah. But I, I, I've seen everybody in their divisions are being declared division winners. So then now we start the playoffs where the division winners all play each other. And then I think the Super Bowl is after that. So who? what team are you playing as? Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, I think. Okay. Joe, Is that still Joe Montana days? That is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Montana has got me a couple touchdowns. I'm sure he has. Jerry Rice and Joe Montana, right? Yeah, that's 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 the team. And there's a guy named Dexter, I think, on there. I don't know. Dexter Carter. I don't know. I just He's remember the, those guys from the nineties. Yeah, well, you only throw to like the same two guys every time because they're just the ones who run the plays that way. Mm-hmm. So I I really only see Jerry Rice and this Dex I think it's Dexter Carter guy, uh score most of my touchdowns. Oh, there unless you go. I I run through with, with uh, Montana. Just gonna edit out that car noise there. Okay. Um, and then today, um, there's been a lot of DC news coming out, which I've been like so waiting for. So I've been taking little breaks at work all day. I'm like, you guys want to come watch the Wonder Woman trailer? You want to come watch the you know Batman Gotham Knights reveal? And wow, there's so, this just today was like my E3, and I really had low expectations for this DC fandom. Thing. Okay, do me a favor, because I haven't got to yeah. consume any of it yet. I mean, I'm going to watch the trailers sure. tomorrow, but catch me up on the quick news. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 had a bigger trailer, showed uh, Kristen Wiig doing the cheetah thing. Yeah. Uh, looks good. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the last Wonder Woman movie. But I'm very excited for this next one. I love Wonder Woman. I love that Wonder Woman movie, so I'm excited. Yeah. So I think you'll you'll like what they show then because it looks really really cool. 
she's literally lassoing lightning bolts from the sky to fly off of. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some cool stuff in there. Uh, the, the Snyder Cut of uh, Justice League. Yeah. They showed a big trailer. And the whole trailer was stuff that's not in the original movie. Cool. And apparently it's going to be four hours long nice there's that much extra footage nice so it might be a significantly different movie good i yeah, mean I'm, yeah. I'm willing to give it another shot i've I, heard i really didn't like the last one but. did i catch that they're gonna put uh black suit superman yeah black suit superman uh dark side was in the trailer and really in the last movie at all yeah wow yeah uh there yeah they were showing it looked like cyborg has a lot more stuff going on too they were like showing him playing football showing his dad building him like there was a lot of stuff there. and i heard that they're going to totally redo steppenwolf oh i hope so that's what i heard like totally redo steppenwolf yeah he was very shallow in the last one so yeah if they if they make him a little more fleshed out I, i would not have a problem with that cool i'm glad to hear it yeah so this movie that i norm that i hated when i watched I'm excited to rewatch for some reason. <laughs> so I'm uh, hoping that goes well. Um, I love the Batman Arkham games, uh, and they announced uh, Batman Gotham Knights, which is the WB Montreal studio that did uh, Arkham Origins. They're, they're doing this game, um, and they've been working on it for a long time. So Batman's dead at the start of this game. Jim Gordon's dead at the start of this game. And you play as uh, Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Tim Drake's Robin. Hmm. Um, and it sounds like you can co-op through it, like with one friend to do like two players co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it looks very much like the Arkham style games. Uh, and it's going to have the Court of Owls, which I don't know if you're familiar with. They're a Mm-mm. relatively yeah. modern uh, villain, but they're like a evil secret society. And they have these like... Uh, these talons they call them and they're and they're basically like undead soldiers that they've resurrected to like fight so that you can have a whole army of these talons which are like owl ninjas huh uh to fight in this game it looks really really interesting uh there's not there's just the one trailer so far so not a ton of the story or the gameplay and stuff yet but what they showed i'm pretty pumped for and it's going to be actually be on current gen stuff still as well as next gen stuff oh and that comes out next year um, Rocksteady, who did the big Arkham games, uh, they announced their Suicide Squad kills the Justice League game. Oh. Similar style to what I just described, where there's four main characters and you can co-op through it as well. Huh. Uh, so you're uh, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, King Shark, and Deadshot. Okay. And you just see them goofing around, killing some... Uh, generic villains at the start uh in a metropolis that has been decimated uh there's a huge brainiac ship on like metropolis with its like tendrils in the grounds everywhere wow and they're trying to figure out who their target is after they kill these guys and then superman comes down he like seemingly saves a helicopter pilot from a crashing helicopter yeah and they're, they're all praising him like oh superman you saved that guy great and then he looks at him and laser eyes the pilot to death Oh, and then he, like stares at them, and and uh, they they see that he's the next target. Oh wow! But that it was just a CG trailer, and apparently that one's two years off still. You're gonna do twenty twenty two on that one. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Um. They showed a teaser trailer for the new Suicide Squad movie, 
and holy they've beefed up the cast there's like 12 to 15 like villains in that movie and you'll probably recognize most of the actors in them like it it looks like a big beefy cast of d-list villains that they're gonna have a lot of fun with well yeah i mean it seems like on that first one they just i mean they blew their budget on will smith um yeah i mean this time they got like nathan fillion and uh idris elba um john cena like john cena yeah they got a whole bunch of people in this movie okay and some real deep cuts of villains like i haven't even heard of a few of them okay yeah but they didn't really show a trailer they just showed like this is the the character the actor and what they look like and then they just moved to the next one okay it was like a roll call basically okay uh and then the last thing i saw like minutes before you logged on and we started chatting, uh, uh-huh. they showed a trailer for The Batman, the uh, new Robert Patterson, Matt Reeves Batman movie. All right. It looks so good. Really? It's so good. Yes. Huh. So good. I am extremely excited for it now. Oh, geez. Well. Yeah. Like, a, like it look, just looks like a really dark detective movie. Okay. All right. Yeah, I didn't know what to know what to expect. I guess out of it. So. I don't. I don't think anybody did. But watch the trailer. Let me know what you think. Okay. Uh, I'm really into it. I didn't. I guess I didn't ask. Are they? Is Margot Robbie in the new Suicide Squad? Uh, movie, yes. Game, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she's still in the in the movie. I didn't. I don't think I saw Will Smith in. Yeah, the I would imagine the trailer though. That's fine. He brought yeah. nothing to that part, and they didn't like recast him or anything. But yeah, they just yeah they still had like Joel Kinnaman from the first one in this one, and Margot Robbie and oh and Jai Courtney is Captain Boomerang. Those were the three coming back, I think, and I think everyone else was new. I think that's that's good. I wonder if they're going to do a spinoff with um, and I'm sorry, I can't even think now. But the in the last in the Harley Quinn movie where they you know they they set up Bird, the birds of prey yeah birds of prey they set up the birds yeah. of prey I wonder if they're gonna make a spinoff movie on that I think it did well enough I wouldn't be surprised I think they've and got was, some characters that would work there very much yeah Huntress really stood out to me oh, I'd yeah. watch more of her for sure yeah if they didn't kill off uh, spoiler sorry uh, if they didn't kill off uh, uh, Black Mask um, I could see him showing up again but yeah it's yeah. He's done unless they go prequel territory. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't think they could go that way with it, but you know. No. No. Cool. Very good. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm excited that tomorrow I'm going to spend some time watching some trailers and trying to catch up on the news. I'm glad that yeah. they did at this kind of a event, right? I had very low expectations for this, but it turned out really well. And they pulled uh, Aisha Taylor to do all the, uh, the uh, transitions in between stuff like they did with uh, the old Ubisoft press conferences. Smart. She did a great job as usual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and they showed um, The Rock as Black Adam. That was another thing they showed today. Oh, very good. Be, yeah, pretty cool. He, he It's just a real quick teaser where he's talking about how the, uh, the power level of uh, the DC universe is about to change. <laughs> show, show him in his costume real quick. He looks good. Any news on a Shazam too? No, I, I guess yesterday the producer, the writer, someone, director, one of those guys, was uh, trolling fans, asking <laughs> them to send him news about Shazam too. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do that. That's my favorite so far. 
I think that's DC gotta movies. be a given, right? I mean, it did it great. Good. And and yeah, they set it up with the whole family to really be a totally different movie next time. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. And that that was just the thing I liked about the movie. It was just fun. You yeah, know? I watched it with my wife and son, and we all laughed like the whole time through. There was a lot of great moments in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, that perfect paradigm of kids going, uh <laughs> you know? Yeah, and like, yeah, they were like real kids, like right. <laughs> yeah, they were funny and weird and annoying, and yeah, it was great. Yeah, and the guy I don't know the actor's name offhand that played, uh, you know, played Shazam, did a perfect job of pulling off that kid mentality you know yeah and that attitude real, real goofy and weird and yeah. unaware of consequences sometimes and yeah yeah did a great job at, at doing yeah. that but all right well very cool i'm glad to hear all that yeah so watch some trailers tomorrow and shoot me a message i, I want to know what you think about wonder woman and the batman specifically and even the justice league trailer like i'm i'm strangely excited for that now well you know i i like dc so um yeah, yeah. i like I, you know, even some of the films that have not been great, <laughs> and there's been a few of them that have been not great, but I, I'll stick with them. I like them enough. Cool. I like the characters, cool. I guess I should say. Yeah. I, I like a lot of the, like, I didn't love the Wonder Woman movie. I do like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I do like Ben Affleck as Batman. I just want them to have better things to say and do in their movies. I really like Aquaman, uh, what they've done with him. Um, and that whole Aquaman movie, which was basically like a, a space adventure, except in water sure. instead. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it felt like to me. Like, I'm watching a space movie, but it's not a space movie. They're underwater. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, I think they've got plenty of material to work with. Um, definitely yeah i think if they can just write it well i mean cyborg is a good character yeah yep. they, yeah they, like they've barely scratched the surface of any of them except for batman and superman so they've they've got so yeah. much to pull from every one of those other guys oh well not in the films but yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean in the films yeah 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 i think they got lots of room to go with it so i guess we'll see how that turns out very good yeah. So, you want to talk about some fighting games? I love talking about fighting games. So I was hoping you'd say that. Let's do it. Um, so, do you remember the first fighting game you've ever played? I mean, this? if I could put it in, I guess if I want to bend the genre as far as I can bend it, I'd probably say I played ER Kung bend Fu. It hard. You know, I don't oh, know. Yeah? If, yeah, I played ER Kung Fu in the arcade. It was not great. Um, and I also, so I don't remember which one came out first. I played that one. I played Karate Champ. I played both of those in the arcade. Karate Champ was a mess. I could never figure out how to actually do any moves, but my friends and I would have fun trying to fight each other. Playing the computer was a joke. Yeah. I was just going to say, I like, I played that one, not as early as you did, but I had the same problem. It was so painful to play against the CPU, but I could totally see, yeah, having fun with a friend because you're both struggling the same amount. That, and we're just, you know, you would just laugh because you remember Karate Champ. You could get like turned around. We're not even facing each other anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's a horrible mess. So, you know, when you actually managed to score a point somehow, you just yelled and screamed and, and had fun. Um, and ER Kung Fu was, um, I don't mean, it was a fighting game. It was just very early 
Um, so, I mean, while I played those, I guess technically they were kind of the progenitors of, of the genre. But, I mean, definitely the original Street Fighter 2 is what hook, got two. me hook, line, and sinker. And so I played the arcade version of Street Fighter after that because it was such a big thing. Some of the arcades, like, found old Street Fighter 1 machines and brought them in. <laughs> but that game was terrible. So. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, yeah, I remember playing Street Fighter 2 anywhere I could, wherever I could, for a long time. And I mean, that's that's when I got into it, and everybody was getting into it. So, I mean, like here, there was a local arcade, it was at the, it was at a putt-putt. And um, I would just, I had a job, you know, at the time, I was old enough to have a job. So I would take... I would go in like 10 bucks and you would get like basically 15 bucks worth of tokens and just play Street Fighter. And it was OG Street Fighter 2. We had another arcade in our mall. Same thing, right? They had OG Street Fighter 2. And we'll get into all that, I guess, more. But, you know, they eventually had Rainbow Edition and Champion Edition. I always have heard about Rainbow Edition. I've never actually seen a the cabinet running there oh yeah they uh my the arcade the only the arcade was at the mall had rainbow edition and the they did not have that at the putt putt so we would that's when we started going to that one because we're like no we want to play and it was so so broken (laughs) that game was so incredibly trash broken but you'd play it just because it was ridiculous you know the stuff that you could do Whereas you were playing like legit Street Fighter Two, it was like okay, it was a skill game. I mean, Rainbow Edition was just trash, but you played it anyway because it was just ridiculous. Sure. Um, did you did you have like a character you gravitated towards back then, or were you at the beginning the it was Chun Li? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the original Street Fighter Two, mostly I played Chun Li because her moves were pretty easy to learn. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I could I knew how to do all of her special moves. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I always found her spin kick hard to pull off. The spinning bird kick? Yeah. No, I think once you learn charges, yeah. it wasn't that bad for me, at least. Um, and then eventually, of course, then I moved to you know the Shotos and and Ken and and Ryu. But that was after yeah. learning the fireballs. And I remember like some of the first times you would you actually learn how to do a fireball, right? And you're like. And so that's all you would do, right? Like, that's all you would sit and just throw fireballs. Yeah. Because <laughs> if the other person didn't know what to do, you would just smoke them. Um, of course, that didn't last a whole lot. But no, yeah, in the beginning, it was Chun Li. And I always wanted to play Zangief, but I just could never get his moves down. Because, um, like, he had, like, the seven trillion throws in OG yeah. Street Fighter 2. And it was always like. Th- forward and this button would do this throw and then back and this button would do that throw and like literally the guy had just i mean dozens maybe not dozens but like a dozen different throws that you could do so um yeah i don't know how about you i mean where did you get started with this stuff um street fighter 2 as well it's probably my first exposure and i already fell in love with the genre like right off the bat because i i missed the crappy ones i didn't have to live through karate <laughs> champ and urban champion and all of those kind of things yeah um so i think would have been my eighth birthday probably i might be off a year 
Um, but my parents rented a Super Nintendo console for me because we didn't have one yet. And Street Fighter 2 for, for my birthday. Oh. And there was like three or four dudes over from school. And we just stayed up till 2 in the morning, eating pizza, drinking soda, and playing Street Fighter 2. And it was, to this day, my favorite birthday I've ever had. It was so much fun. My my still, one of my best friends still. I mean, we've, but back then, um, he... This was back when Street Fighter 2 was... We knew it was coming to Super Nintendo. And he had Super... I had Genesis. He had Super Nintendo. So he had ordered... Because um, he was working too. So he had ordered the game... And he'd ordered two arcade sticks for Super Nintendo. <laughs> Hardcore. And yeah. So he was getting it all like right when it released. And so we did not like leave his house <laughs> except when we had to for, <laughs> I mean, forever. We just played so much of that Super Nintendo version. It was nuts. Yeah, we like. I remember we played like how you normally play. Like you, if you win, you hold on to your controller, and the next guy comes yeah. up, tries to tell you, takes you out. We all had not really played it before, so that we didn't have a person dominating. It was a lot of passing off, and then after everyone had tried every character, um, we decided we wanted to try and like beat the story of the game. Um, and I think the only character we made it through the game with that night was Blanca. Okay. Yeah, but we we figured that out, made our way through. So, did you have move sheets or? Uh, no, I don't remember it coming with the manual even. So, I don't think we. I think we we're going in blind, and I think that's why we liked Blanca because we figured out the electricity. We, we didn't know a lot <laughs> of other special moves. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we I stuck with him for a while. He was my favorite, both because he looked cool, like a crazy ninja turtle or something. Sure. Yeah. And uh, and he had the zappy move we could figure out right off the bat. Yeah, there was something about that competition that came with that game that just never had really been there before in arcades. I mean, you'd play for like high score before and get your name in, but that wasn't you versus someone else. And to have this new thing where it's two people side by side, you yeah. know, duking it out, that was such a big thing. I think that was a new experience of how to play with others for me too, because prior to that, like we you played Mario games, but you're passing off, you're taking a turn, then you like sit and wait while the other guy does his turn. Um, played a little bit of you know things like Contra and stuff before, but no one ever wanted to play with me. So those were like solo games to me. I didn't really have the co-op experience, and I definitely didn't have like a against another human player experience. I don't think before before that one, other than the uh original mario bros the like little mini game they do in mario 3 oh yeah um mm-hmm. yeah um so you know we played a little bit of that but it was never we we never played mario 3 to play that that was just something goofy when you wanted to steal their card and try and uh, get the extra free man for it yeah and there's always those modes like in double dragon was it double dragon 2 that had the verses or mode to it so yeah but it was kind of just like a weird thing. You were like, eh, yeah. let's play this for a and minute. It, it was the same thing. Nobody wanted to play Double Dragon 2 with me. I loved playing that game by myself, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't, was didn't have that co-op experience with that one either. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a buddy that we'd play those games with. That was what we would go and rent. That's what we'd do for every weekend is we'd go rent a game. Because at the video store where we were, 
they weren't open on Sundays. So if you rented a game on Saturday, you had to keep it till Monday. So <laughs> that's what we would do. And so, you know, we'd get a game every week and uh, you know, we rented everything. So, you know, we found the really terrible games and the really good ones, but the Double Dragon, like two and stuff, that was, we went back to that one yeah. quite often. Nice. Um, and shortly after that Street Fighter 2 experience, I learned my cousin had uh, World Fighters 2. So we ended up playing a lot of that on Super Nintendo as well, right after. Okay. Yeah, so those are my foundational ones. Very good. So a little Capcom, a little SNK. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Um, I'm curious, since you said you didn't really encounter Neo Geo uh, in the arcades, so, I mean, did you play a lot of fighting games in arcades ever, or was it just mostly a home console experience for you? Uh, a little later, because I didn't have access to an arcade until I was in my teens. Um, so the big ones at the time when I go there were like Marvel Superheroes, uh, Killer Instinct, uh, Virtua Fighter just come out. Um, so those were some of the earlier ones that I, I sunk some quarters into. Okay. And see, that's where I spent most of my time was. I mean, I had the home versions. Um, you know, like eventually I got you know, cha special champion edition when it came to Genesis and whatnot, but y it just wasn't the same playing it by yourself. And so that's, just, yeah. there were, I would always know if I went to the putt putt, it just, there would always be other guys there to play against. Everybody just went yeah. there and you'd always have somebody to fight against. So you, you just would go. We were in a pretty small town, so there wasn't always people to fight against, but I still enjoyed those games in the arcade more just, because of the chance, you know, someone might come up and, and do it. And, and I enjoyed the, like, I played through Marvel superheroes like 10 million times with every character. Just because I, I love the, the the hero, the characters in the game, too. Um, you know, I grew up reading comics and watching the cartoons and stuff. So gravitated towards that one easy. I would imagine so. Yeah, that one, I never got into the Versus series as much because I had, like, the crazy high jumps and all that stuff. I love it. Love those crazy high jumps. Yeah, I could never get because I'm always like, I can't see the other guy. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> There's that little arrow to tell you. What I, it I, is. Know, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I know, but I'm always like, ah, this is a little too out there for me. But uh, yeah. I know, you know, folks that love those things, that's for sure. They're fun to watch, too, those ones. There's just so much going on constantly. Yeah, I mean, these days, pretty much the only survivors are like Marvel versus Capcom games, um, mm -hmm. which, you know, maybe we will talk about those at some point in time, but. It's kind, of, it's kind of sad that the last one did not do well. Um, yeah, yeah. I Like, there was a bunch of stuff with, like, Disney at the time, apparently. Like, they had a lot of influence over what characters were going in the game yeah. that they didn't previously have. And it was a pretty lame roster when you look back at the ones prior to it, and you're like, this has, like, everybody. Yeah, and I think that's it, like, in the whole, like, fighting game community, basically just kind of poo-pooed it and it was sort of dead in the water um but it was fun to watch you know yeah yeah but uh you know it, yeah it just didn't live very long in the tourney scene for sure um since you mentioned the tournament scene let's let's jump there for a minute have, have you ever been to any like local level events um like legit events not really um 
not like you know Capcom sponsored events or something, but just like your local game store running or any tournament you ever joined something like that. No, like I said, the closest thing I had was I guess what I would call our locals, which were back in the day was at the putt putt. I mean, it's just where all the guys went, except for the time where Rainbow was at the other place, where it was more <laughs> of an oddity that we would go over to that arcade just to check it out. But I mean, the putt putt they had Street Fighter Two. Uh, eventually, they you know they had. They just got each game as it came along. So they got Champion, they got Turbo, they got Super. So, I mean, yeah, we just kept staying there, and it was usually the same group of guys. Every once in a while, you'd have some newbie would show up, and, uh, you know, a lot of times they'd just get trashed and leave, and, uh, you know. But every once in a while, you'd have somebody show up that you hadn't played before and, and check it out. And I remember when... That year, I went to CES in Chicago, like in 92, summer CES. They had uh, Street Fighter 2, and like it was just on the show floor, right? So it was free place. There just people were lined up to play it. And, <laughs> you know, I got up there and I got smoked fast, but uh, you know, that's you're talking like Chicago. There's like just so many people there. But right. um, that's probably about as close as I've got. How about you? You ever do the tourney scenes or? Yeah, a few. Um, first one I did, and these are all like in my adult years because I never ran anything cool like that as a kid. Uh, there was a King of Fighters 13 tournament uh, right when it launched at my local EB Games. Um, so I went to that and I ended up winning it. PS2? And uh no that was 360 and ps3 era okay i'm trying to remember the timeline on those was it 11 was on ps2 yeah okay um and then 12 was 360 ps3 okay yeah yeah i think i want to say like 2013 ish is when uh 13 came out okay yeah something like that um anyway so won the tournament but the the cooler thing was that a couple of the guys that were in the tournament were like hey like we do a weekly street fighter get together with a whole bunch of guys like you should come to this like you you'd fit in really well so i ended up going to that and it was like this really run down dilapidated (laughs) old building that one of them had keys to and like it was winter here in northern canada so like the because it wasn't a business running in there, they didn't have the heat on. So the <laughs> toilet bowl was literally frozen solid. Like if you had to go to the bathroom oh, and wow. we'd all just huddle up and a couple guys, you know, hauled CRTs and, and stuff in their TVs uh, or in their, their trunks on the way over. And we, we play a bunch of street fighter four for a while. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, it was really cool. Cause like everybody knew everybody. And there was one guy who was kind of like the, started the whole thing up and he would drive to people's houses like knock on the door like wake up like, <laughs> i know you were up drinking the night before we're playing street fighter and he'd like haul people in his car and bring them down so we'd always have a really good turnout uh he moved out of town unfortunately a few weeks Aww. after i joined and then we didn't have that person like pushing everybody to get there and it kind of fell apart oh no uh so when i started my store one of the earliest things we did was we wanted to do stuff like that again so we did like a uh, Street Fighter two tournaments. Uh, we did we, a lot of Smash Bros events. Got really good turnouts. So we kept having those, and those were really fun. Um, I kept growing and growing. I uh, just Soul Caliber two event after a little while, which was a really fun one to run too. Um, yeah, so those, those are a bunch of the ones I, I've been a part of at like a local level. Yeah, I know they've got some locals that go on at an indie, and there's um, a. a, a 
tournament that happens uh, as part of the Capcom Pro Tour, one of the lower level tournaments that happens in Indianapolis. I always keep meaning to go there, not to compete, more just to watch, because, I mean, these days it's Street Fighter V and some of the other newer games, and I just... I didn't know I haven't sunk any time, you know, I play them casually, but there's just no way, you know, I could be anything sort of competitive, but I like watching this stuff. So I'm one of these days I'm going to get out there. So I know you follow some pro level uh, players in tournaments. Yeah. Uh, you got any favorites or standouts there? Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, I think I've mentioned before, I'm a big fan of the Capcom pro tour. I'm a, I'm a street fighter fan. I've always have been. I mean, I've played other fighting games for fun. Um, but as far as like following tourneys and things, that's Capcom pro tour is pretty much the only one I pay much attention to. Um, so yeah, I like to watch, um, not only just the Capcom pro tour, but here, like they started last year, the street fighter league, uh, and they have one for the, you know, like us and one for Japan. So they had their own seasons and then they came like at Capcom cup. They, you know, the best of the best of the U S and, and Japanese teams came together and played. So, um, and I still, you know, it, this year it's been weird with COVID they've had to move these tournaments online. Uh, which is not as much fun to watch, but um, no, a lot of the players are probably, you know, players, if you follow that stuff that anybody would know. Um, some of them I like to watch stream as well, like Smug is just hilarious. Um, if you've ever watched his stuff, he's an extremely charismatic, charismatic guy and he knows, <laughs> he knows how to play to the camera. So he's a lot of fun to watch um, and is very good. Um, you know, in terms of like, players that i think are fantastic i mean obviously you've got a like taquito and, and daigo which are you know household names and are pretty great uh, but the you know, longevity too is pretty crazy like daigo has been around as long as i've ever like heard of street fighter almost oh yeah um yeah. and and taquito has been playing for a, a long time too yeah um you know, on the Japanese side, you've got a lot of those guys that have been around for a long time, like Mago. Um, um, I'm, gosh, the names jumped out of my head right the second. I can't think of it. It starts with a K, but anyway. Um, and then there's some new guys that have been coming on the scene, which are fun to watch, too, like Kichipamu. Is, he's got a great Zangief that he plays. Um so like there's a lot just a lot of fun guy Kazunoku that's uh, Kazunoku who's who's trying to think of Um, on the US side you know obviously there's like um, like Knuckledoo has done really well Uh, he's been consistent Mm -hmm. he had a bad car accident I guess earlier this year so I think he was going to give it up but he's come back um, which is is good I hope he's doing well Um, scary stuff yeah Uh, I think a lot of people like to watch Punk um Punk has uh, a bit of an attitude to him, as his name implies, but uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of talent. I think if he could control himself a little bit more, he'd probably do well. Um, <laughs> I could keep going down the list. You know, I like I said, I'm a I'm a fan of watching a lot of this so stuff. You, is it like just Street Fighter you follow? You never check out anything else when like Evo's going on? Um, you know, even highlights or anything? Yeah, like Evo. Sometimes I'll catch some of the other games, but there's like some I like, don't mind watching, and there's some I'm just, I can't watch. Like I. Sure. I've never really uh, gotten to Smash. I don't understand Smash. 
I can't, I, I can't watch competitive enjoy Smash. Smash. I think it is the boringest fighting game to watch. Yeah, I just don't get the appeal. I don't understand yeah. the mechanics well enough. And to me, it's like, to me, it looks like to get really good, you have to just cheese people. And I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> seem fun to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just don't understand the game. Uh, but it's not anything like other traditional fighters, so mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. Yeah, it's definitely got its own flavor, and I and I do think it's not as enjoyable to watch, even when you do understand the mechanics. Okay, uh, it's well, just yeah, just visually, it's not like watching a Street Fighter. Yeah, uh, um, I always like watching some of the weird ones that I don't have the time to invest in, like uh, Underbirth. Uh, okay, in re- recently. Like, no idea what's going on. Yeah. as hell to watch that game. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, I, I played it once, and it was actually pretty fun. I, I really like it. I'm not a Dragon Ball fan. That one, I love watching, though. So much fun to see that game. It just looks gorgeous. Yeah, and there's so many of these 2D fighters. You know, like the Guilty Gear series. Love um, Guilty Gear, yeah. Uh, there's that new one now that the name has jumped out of my head that's hot at the moment. Um, you know, uh, yeah. And then there's the 3d fighters Yeah, out of the 3d fighters. I don't know if I love watching them as much. Probably the one that I end up seeing more than the others is Tekken just because it's probably the biggest one right now. Um, yeah. I, I actually prefer virtual fighter a whole lot more. I um, like, I, I don't know. 3d fighters don't almost don't, they feel like a different genre to me almost. Um, and I, don't like them nearly as much as 2d um i'm like never been a big tekken guy never been a big uh virtual fighter guy the only two i've spent any real time on or three i guess would be uh a little bit of soul caliber 2 mm-hmm. um i don't mind the dead or alive games i put some time into a couple of those i i just feel they're a little more fluid than the tekken games where it's like the wrestling moves and, and big like powerful hits yep um what was it there? Oh, Bloody Roar. I played a little bit of Bloody yeah. Roar games. So those ones are pretty fun just to goof around in. I've never spent any time trying to get good at those kind of things. They're just just fun. Yeah, I think Dead or Alive has really taken the uh, essence of what Virtual Fighter had, and it's what's kind of grown in into that space. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't mind watching uh, DOA, and I don't mind playing DOA. I can't spend enough time to get really good at any of it. Um mm-hmm. But I still think they're fun. and yeah. Even when Virtua Fighter was like brand new and I got to play it in an arcade, it felt really stiff to me. I, I didn't enjoy it even uh, when it was supposed to like wow me. It's a very purposeful fighter. Um, I, I guess that's probably the way I would phrase it. It's not a button yeah. ma- You can't button mash. It's not friendly for any of that at all. <laughs> you have to know what you're doing and you have to execute or it's a mess. But I f- feel like Virtual Fighter's always been more of like a 2D fighter in a 3D space because it doesn't have a lot of that running around the other character or side dodging like some of the other ones do. Yeah, that's big in Soul Calibur. Yeah. Right. So I, uh, you know, uh, I guess that's why I enjoyed it. Tekken I never got into mostly because of the weird like two arm buttons, two leg buttons system. <laughs> that feels really wrong to me. Um, I don't mind watching people play Tekken, but I just can't play Tekken. Have you spent much? I know because like, man, remember yeah. Tekken, Tekken Two, 
Tekken 3 were so huge in the PlayStation days. Did you play much of those? Not much, no. Uh, I didn't have any friends who really pushed me to play them, and none of the... I don't like the character design in those games either. There was no character I like, I want to play this guy. So they never appealed to me. I didn't have any friends pushing it on me. I think we played more Battle Arena Toshinden than Tekken when PlayStation first came out. And see, that was the thing for me. I had Saturn, and I didn't get PlayStation until later. So I was playing, like, the Street Fighter Alpha games while everybody else was into Tekken and stuff at that point in time, the 3D fighters. And I played some Virtual yeah. Fighter because I had that, Virtual Fighter 2. Yeah. But I feel like I didn't get into those a lot because it was like that was on PlayStation. For sure. Well, I think you lucked out there because Street Fighter Alpha is pretty fantastic oh, compared yeah. to Tekken, I'd say. Yeah, the Alpha games were awesome and i spent yeah. a lot of time and i i think it's really a shame we never got alpha 3 here on saturn but playing the import version on saturn is awesome it's fantastic <laughs> right on mm-hmm. so yeah i think we're we're pretty much in agreement on there this 3d don't have that that special something that the 2d games have at least to me it's just a different it's just a different thing it's a different beast and i i don't think that's a bad thing it's just cutting teeth on 2d fighters it just doesn't feel right to me it doesn't feel good um yeah that that's kind of how i feel about even like street fighter 4 and 5 like they feel almost like 3d fighters to me and i i don't enjoy playing them as much as i like in playing all the older ones hmm now see i just look at them as they've just beefed up some of the systems some some i think you know more that i can enjoy some that i it's tougher for me to enjoy because the more mm-hmm. technical they get the tougher it is for me because i can't yeah. invest the time yeah um so like you the know Street Fighter 4 almost feels virtua fighter to me and how like stiff and and like how like you were saying like it's a very purposeful movements like you you can't uh mess around too much you have to kind of know what you're doing and it really turned me off of that series big time. Yeah, it's not it's not three. You know what I mean? Three is kind of that apex of the of the that style, I think. Yeah. Um Yeah, definitely. And four and five are their own beasts. I still enjoy enough of it because with casual people, you can still play enough Street Fighter four and five like Street Fighter Two. So if you knew mm-hmm. that, you could still get away with playing that way. But if you want to be really good at those games, you can't play them that way. And yeah. Yeah. that's that's what the, you know, like the V system in in Street Fighter Five. Man, there's a lot you can do with it. But you know, now we've gotten to the point where it's tough for me. You know, Street Fighter Two, um, we we had six buttons, and that was a lot to get around. Now with Street Fighter Five. Really, if you had a button for everything, you would have, what, probably like nine buttons you'd have to manage? Um, because now you just have yeah. you have to hit combinations of buttons, right? So if you want yeah. V-Skill, it's, yeah, if you yeah, want V-skill, V-Skill, it's these two buttons to get. It's your two lights. or You know, and then, yeah. you know, need your triple punch for something. Right, well, which is kick or something. fine. But yeah, but like, you know, like if you want throw, it's going to be your two mediums. If you want, you know, and V-Reversal has its own thing and... Uh, and you have, again, you have V skill and then you have V trigger and it's just, there's a lot of systems to it. And again, watching the people that are good at those things, 
is really cool. And they can do some really neat stuff with them. Am I going to get to that level? I'm just not. I'm just not. So have you played the other extreme and played something like Dive Kick or like Needhog <laughs> that's like extremely simplistic? I played Dive Kick with you guys over at Bill's. Uh, that's the only experience I've ever had with Dive Kick. <laughs> to me, it, that's just, it's a gimmick. I mean, it's a goofy, it's like a Flash game. So yeah, it it does seem like that. It Like it had some competitive life in it for a little while. It was, it was pretty amusing to watch. It is, and I've seen people play Nidog, but I've never played it because it's a PC game. So, you know, I don't really have a way to play that. Uh, it came out on consoles, too, digitally. Did it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess yeah. I must have just yeah, missed I'm, it. But... Yeah. I was mostly I'm surprised. A Steam I thought, game. thought you would have played that one at some part. Yeah, I think that's probably where it made its debut. Yeah, yeah I, just, I always thought it was just a Steam game, so that's why I never even bothered to look into it. Yeah. We, we ran, uh, like, a just a demo station of it at some uh, local conventions we've had here. Uh, and it's always fun to just, uh, like we were talking about Street Fighter earlier, just have the winner keep going and, and some come up and play them. Because it's, it's like it's like a primitive version of that old like Prince of Persia movement. Yeah. Like kind of like a rotoscope movement <laughs> to it. So everything feels a little, like, you know, realistic in quotes, uh, but weird. Um, and yeah, you got some like fencing or you can just try and like completely avoid them and, and run away because you're just trying to get from one side of the screen to the other rather than kill your opponent because they'll keep respawning. Yeah, and I think that's a thing that people don't have to wrap their minds around that was just a thing in the arcade days is that winner stays on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when you had to put money up and winning is what kept you from spending more money and so you were pretty motivated to get good at, at it and yeah. that concept that people these days won't know of of you putting your quarter up on the marquee <laughs> right or up on the bezel and yeah. that's my quarter and then people would stack theirs afterwards like right i got next and yeah. you know that's just not something that happens anymore and you can win you can lose but that incentive uh, was pretty big to get good at that because you know you could play on a dollar for hours if you were pretty good and if yeah. you sucked, you were going to blow through cash fast. And it wasn't just the playing; like you felt really good. Oh yeah, you were beating another human being, and there were spectators like, like, look at that guy! Like he can, you know, turtle with guile like nobody's business. Oh well, I mean that's it, right? When you got pretty good, um, and you could just smoke people that would just keep. You'd have this rotating line of people that would come through, and you would. Yeah. yeah, you would feel really good, but yeah. when you were on the receiving end, it was tough. It was tough because you you'd have your one shot, and then there might be five other people waiting, so you have to wait again, right, until it was your turn to come back sure. to the queue. And eventually, somebody um, would get bored or choose another character or something, but uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, there there was a guy uh, when we went to Retro World the. I can't remember if it was the first or the second time I was there. Uh, but they had the little arcade set up, mm -hmm. and they had uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which is another one that I, I spent a fair amount of time on, uh, both in and out of an arcade. And there was a guy there, same thing. There wasn't a big lineup. There was, you know, two, two three guys in the line consistently that he was working his way through, and, and no one was taking him off the game. And I, I played through. He beat me, but it was a good fight. 
So I got back in the back of the line again. Yeah, yeah. Beat me again, but a little bit closer. And then the third time I took him down and I felt really good. He gave me a high five for taking <laughs> him down. And then he, he went off to play on a new machine. Yeah, that's it. Really it. Because if you're winning, you do eventually want someone to kind of give you a run, right? Because if you're just, you're just, yeah. if you're just beating the tar out of every person that comes up, it's not really fun. And you're almost kind of like, I just want to go do something else. But you don't want to leave that machine because, you know, you're <laughs> you like king of, your you're, you're king of the hill, right? And somebody has to knock you off. So, you know, you would either eventually like, okay, I'll just pick a different character that I'm not very good at or, or something. But, yeah, you feel really good when you take that spot, right? Yeah. It was always... At that point, there was nobody else there. It was just me and him. But it still <laughs> felt really good. <laughs> or... Or sometimes, though, you'd find, like, the person that you just knew. They were always going to pick the cheesiest character in the roster and just use the sure. cheese like nobody's business. And and sometimes you're like, okay, fine, I'll see if I can battle through it. Sometimes you're like, man, if you just want to cheese, just have fun. I'm not I'm not interested, right? Because, <laughs> like, okay. I, I like that. I take that as a challenge. Like, here's one character I have to figure out. I get it. Be like, or you know, move, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, like if you're playing, uh, hyper fighting and they just want to play Vega all day. Right. You're like, come on, man, this is not fun. It's not fun for you. It's not really fun for me. I mean, I get it. You're winning, I, but it's cheese. I, I do find that fun. Cause it's like, yeah, I got to overcome this challenge. And yeah, like you said, Vega hard as hell to figure out where he's coming from half the time and which side do you need to block on? And, yeah, and I yeah I enjoy learning that if if the person is willing to play you know ten times in a row so I can figure out Dega like I actually I find some joy in that. Yeah, I just you know it's never fun in a fighting game when you're playing a broken character, and it's like, and the person playing knows they're broken too. In some cases, I get it. Like when I watch tournaments. Do I understand why they pick top tier characters? Of course, they're going to make money, right? This is there's yeah. money on the line. Of course, you're going to pick good characters. And the ones that are character specialists and stick to a character even when they're not top tier, I got a lot of respect for them. Especially when they win, you're like, man, you invested yeah. a lot to get here. <laughs> um, but I can't be mad at the people that pick the top tier or the broken characters because that's why they're there, right? And some of them. That's their job. That's, they are a professional player. And it's like, how can I be mad at you? Not this like, is what you should be doing to win. I had a buddy who used to show up. Uh, he he had, was big into comp- competitive swimming. So he, he was up at like five in the morning to get his swim time in before the pool opened. Uh, and then so I lived really close to my high school. So he'd do swimming and he's like, I got like an hour to kill. Can I come hang out at your house? If you, you will wake up early, we'll play some games before school starts. I was like, yeah, heck yeah. So he'd always come over at like 7 a.m. We play games until late, go to school together. And one of the ones that was in a regular rotation was the original Marvel versus Capcom. And we like, I, I love the cheesy characters when someone else picks them. Um, so he would like input the code constantly to play as like the last boss onslaught <laughs> from the game. And, and I'd lose 10 times in a row to every one that I won, but it feels so good when you get that one win, it's worth the 10 losses. So I, I didn't mind the cheesy characters uh, and he had a lot of fun goofing around and trying to learn these big hulking beast monsters that took up, you know, nine tenths of the screen. <laughs> yeah. 
it is a different dynamic. And I think there's one thing that's having fun. Um, but I mean, it was kind of like, you know, when, like, one of those, probably like the first time we went to Retro, where we're all in, like, Bill's basement, right? We're playing Super Nintendo, and there's a bunch of guys there, and... I can just wipe the floor with these guys pretty easily. (laughs) So eventually I'm like, I'm just going to try some goofy stuff and goof around because, you know, it's just not fun. And it's not going to be fun for them to lose constantly. They won't want to play. Yeah, you got to know who you're playing against. Yeah, in that scenario, I think you're totally right. I don't think uh, they would have kept coming back if you just, you know, perfect every match. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's just, it's not fun for anybody. Uh, And... And that, too, I'm like, I mean, it's like, I'm not getting a prize at the end of the day. I'm just trying to have fun with people. So, you know, if you beat the crap out of me, okay. I'm having, it's fun. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's, don't let it get too competitive, right? Like, yeah. like you know, you when you were I, I were at, like at the show, we would play some fighting games, right? You know, like we played some King of Fighters and stuff. Um, it's like I'd win some, you'd win some. It's fun. Totally. Totally. I, I tried the Street Fighter 2 tournament there and I got wiped out in the first round. Oh, yeah. Probably like by a Vega or yeah. something, right? Uh, no, I think it was just a Ryu. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I mean... He was just better than me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Invincible DPs and stuff, right? So, I mean... <laughs> there are certain mechanics in those games when you understand them. And if you're good. I mean, you do have to be good, but yeah. I get it. Um, totally. And it depends on the game too, right? Like, cause there's who's good in vanilla street fighter two is not who's good in champion edition is not who's good in turbo. Yeah. So you, you have to know. Zangief's always good though. If you're good at Zangief. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I just like playing him. There is nothing works more fun than pulling off a spinning pile driver on somebody. I agree. <laughs> I agree. We we when we did the Street Fighter Two tournament uh, up here at my store, the first one, um, there was a guy that came from that Street Fighter group that I was mentioning that we used to meet weekly, um, and he was like the guy, like top top two for sure. Like he he took most of the events, and so I, I got matched up against him really early. I'm obviously expected to lose. Picked my Zangief just to have fun. Uh, I think he was Guile at the time. Yeah. And the first round we played, I got four spinning pile drivers <laughs> off on him without him hitting me. So that's his whole life bar. It was a perfect match. And then he he, he got so mad because he's like used to winning and not being embarrassed when he does lose. Uh, he just decimated me. He wasn't goofing around the rest of the fight. And he just took me out the next two rounds. But it was so worth it. Yeah, because it's just fun. You want to look over like... Because like the yeah. first one can be fluky, right? And then you nail another one, and they're looking at it like, wait a minute. <laughs> but if yeah, you get to three or the, four... The third one, yeah, they're like, what is happening? <laughs> but that happens in fighting games, right? Sometimes you just you just melt somebody, and it just happens, right? And I don't even yeah. know if you can recreate it. It just it happens sometimes. And you'll get those lucky wins where you just feel like a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, so even though I lost that match, I only won that round. That is one of my funnest matches i've ever had playing street fighter this is some of these moves are so crazy to do it's just you're just happy when you can do them period um yeah it's kind of like supers right and some of these like oh if i can pull off a and kill you with a super that's like uh, yeah every 
That was one thing about Street Fighter 4 that was fun to watch was every time someone landed a super or an ultra, the whole room just exploded. Everyone was so pumped just to see this thing land. Yeah, and the animations are yeah. good and it's a lot of fun. And, um, you know, and in Street Fighter 4, I always thought ultras were weird because I'm like, it's just like another super move. What is the deal with this? Um, uh, but they didn't take off a ton of damage. So you didn't fret about it too terribly much and compared to yeah. supers um but they were cool to watch yeah and always yeah it's just fun to see them land and and they do a good job like the supers in five are good they're cool to watch i always like uh, i always like seeing them I, and i know you don't like the character stuff going on in five very much right you're not a big fan I yeah, I actually want to get into that a little more, just in in games in general, yeah. but not just that one. But I I like five, so you know. But yeah, no, let's get into whatever. Let's yeah. get to it. Uh, yeah, so I haven't bought a new fighting game in years now because I hate how they get released. How it's like here's a portion of the game, and then over the next months or years, you, we will slowly release chunks that you pay us more for. That style of monetization doesn't jive with how I want to purchase things or how much time I even want to spend with the game if I did want to purchase things because I like to be able to upfront just load my you know 100 hours in right off the bat and then move on to another game and do that with I don't like being stuck in an ecosystem for years at a time um, so like Smash Brothers is doing that Street Fighter is doing that Mortal Kombat's doing that Injustice is doing that uh, King of Fighters is doing that. Dragon Ball Z Fighters is doing that. Like, I everyone's doing it, and so it's obviously working for them. Mm -hmm. It's just it's actually pushed me out of this genre that I love, um, and I occasionally get lucky. Like Injustice uh, is a series I really really like, and like a year or two after they they finish their season, they'll put out the package that has everything in it, so I can buy the full game. But I miss out on that like excitement and community when when it first comes out and, and everybody's into it. And I think that's it. They to make and I get it to make money on these things. They have to have a a long lifespan, and you can't. You, I think just dev wise, you just can't do it. You know, like now Street Fighter Five is up to what like. 40 characters and then there's like five more coming up in the season you know like they just announced mm -hmm. the the new characters which i think was cool which we we didn't talk about but so they announced dan rose um akira and oro and then they're going to add one more that they haven't said yet and mystery but it's really weird because it's not like it has been this season is going to extend all the way into the end of 2021 so i'm thinking this is going to be the last the last of street fighter 5 and we'll probably get street fighter 6 in 2022 hmm. um and i know people like tease capcom or they used to anyway because you know you'd have street fighters street fighter championship street fighter turbo oh yeah super street fighter turbo and they and they just keep milking the same game and release it and then by the end they'd have eight versions of the same game out mm -hmm. i liked that model and i bought into that model i bought street fighter 4 i bought super street fighter 4 i bought ultra street fighter 4 i mm -hmm. bought ultra street fighter 4 arcade edition um because that was how i got the extra content every time you can still do that but i um they 
There's been three releases of Street Fighter V. Have there really? Yeah, there's Street Fighter original Street Fighter V. There was yeah, arcade. Which, which I bought. I think it was arcade was edition, and that had like the first two seasons in it of characters with the base game. And then they just released okay. um, Champion Edition, and that had everything up through season okay. four, I believe. Oh yeah, I haven't been following that as closely. Then uh, I need to get on that. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can buy. Yeah. You can go buy Champion. And the nice thing about Champion Edition is you also get. Um, all the costumes, uh, except for some exclusive I, yeah, ones that you had yeah. to buy. And I don't understand the fascination with skins in any game. <laughs> well, I get if you're competitive because, like, you want to be. I mean, you're spending hours, hundreds of hours in something. You know, you want to change things up sometimes. For me, I don't have the time. It's just fun sometimes to be like, oh, check this out. But for I hate. I don't even like like watching tournament levels. I could. It bothers me when they're not just in their standard really? costumes. I don't like. I, I don't love like the it. costumes. Yeah, I I think they're really pretty cool. Um, and Street Fighter Five has a way you can earn costumes just by they have a weekly thing, and so every four weeks you can earn some costumes. Um, if you want to do it, I mean, you don't have to. But like Street Fighter Four has fight money. Yeah. I mean, Street Fighter Five. So you know, if you want to, yeah. if you don't want to pay for characters, you can buy them that way. Um, you don't have to spend money, but yeah, basically what they they've seen to do is like every two seasons they'll put out a new disc and you get it all on there. So yeah, if you want to pick up Champion Edition right now, it's probably like thirty dollars, um, and you'll get all that content. Um, I gotta look that up because yeah, I totally was unaware of that for Street Fighter. Yeah, well, I mean that's when we played not too long ago. That's what we were on as Champion Edition, and everybody gets the update except. You just don't get all the characters if you don't have, you know, whatever that latest version is. Um, right. You can always, even if you have Bay Street Fighter Five, which you could probably buy for like two dollars right now, you could still play against all the other people. Um, huh. It's just you know you'd have to think about it that way. But yeah, I think that's just, it's just the economics of it. They have to be able to get like five or six years out of these games. At least Capcom does. I think the tougher part. I think is I don't understand how Neversoft is doing it because their games they only typically get like two years out of them before they're dead. They like the last I don't know what the sales is for Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter nowadays, but the last Mortal Kombat's the last two of them in a row have been the best selling games in the entire series. Like they're trending upwards still. Which is impressive for that genre. But they, do they, is it just me or do they do not have a long lifespan? Um, I think people are still buying Eleven. I don't think it's got the tournament life that uh, Street Fighters had, but I think sales wise, it's keeping up with it just fine. Okay. I know it's like Injustice just seems like it, like the Injustice games that fall one, off pretty yeah, quick. Just seem like they drop off, which is sad to me because out of those three, those are my favorite ones. Yeah, I would. I don't really care about New Mortal Kombat at all. But the Injustice games are fun. I mean, I'm not good at them. I'm not good at Never Suffer Fighters. I don't get them. But, I mean, it's fun to be those characters <laughs> and mash buttons. Yeah. And the story modes are really solid in them, too. Yeah. For, for a fighting game, I'm, I'm very impressed with them. And they look good. So They look great, yeah. The Street Fighter, like... Uh, or Sorry, not Street Fighter. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, like, we played 1 and 2 when I was a kid um, for a weekend. Because it was silly and goofy, and you could tear a guy's spine out of his throat. 
Um, and the novelty was over. It wasn't something I kept going back to after we did all the fatalities once. Like you just wanted to see them. That was it. It was like sneaking into an R-rated movie. You don't keep sneaking into the same movie. The new ones are so graphic. I have yeah, a hard time with the fatalities and the X-ray moves. It doesn't appeal to me at all anymore. I, I've got kids. I just would not. I mean, we can watch Street Fighter. You know what I mean? It's cartoon violence. And honestly, people get knocked out. That's the worst thing that happens. KO, I can tell my kids, they're not dead. They just got knocked out. You know, <laughs> I, there's no way I could watch a Mortal or play a Mortal Kombat game in front of them. Just not possible. I I think my four year old would love it. <laughs> She's so into gore and monsters really? and stuff right now. Like the yeah, to the level that we will let a four year old watch that kind of I was of gonna stuff. say I would not let my kid consume that, but No, but like we've been playing Lego lately and we didn't know if she was old enough to handle Lego appropriately and she's doing awesome with it. So we're, we're talking like maybe Christmas this year, we get a big Lego set or something. So I was, I was just fishing and I asked her, I'm like, would you rather have like a, a big princess castle or a big like spooky haunted mansion? She's like the haunted castle, <laughs> monsters and stuff. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, Maybe my kids would be into that kind of thing that I'm not anymore, but I was when I was their age. But yeah, I've just, I can't do the Mortal Kombat anymore. But I like the style of game there. That's so Injustice hits that sweet spot for me where it's not got that level of violence, but it's still got the fun mechanics and it looks great. Fun characters, good story. I, I really, really like those games. Well, um, I, I'm glad to hear that maybe your ears perked up around Street Fighter V Champion Edition. Um, I really like playing. I would love to play those games with you guys more often if I can get you to plunk down. I've still still got the PC copy that I, I bought when I had the store. So, yeah, if you want to do another night, um, if we can get a, one or two more guys together, I'd be happy to jump in with you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, we'd be happy to do that. And that's the thing. I, I think that arcade scene, now that it's gone, it's all online now, but um, I think mm-hmm. with friends, you can still have a ton of fun with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I never have, like, PSN or Xbox Live to do the online stuff with. The, like, I, I tried it once when uh, KOF 13 was out, and, yeah, it's not the same feeling, because you get people, like, either dropping or quitting for matches often enough that it's really frustrating. Um, or you get those lag moments where you're like, I'm doing things where my character's just standing there and then the game catches up with you. And as internet speeds are getting better, I'm, I'm sure that's getting better too. But uh, yeah, it's not the same as, as being able to sit on the couch with somebody or being in an arcade with somebody. Yeah, and I just, honestly, I don't care. I mean, they have like all these online ranked modes and everything. I just, I do not care one bit. I'm never going to be at the top of that and I don't have the time as an adult to with kids to invest in it. Um, I just want to have fun. So, you know, when we can get on Skype calls and things and just beat the tar out of each other and have fun, that kind of reminds me going back to that, that fun arcade days and some of that. And that's, I think that's the one thing that fighting games brings that some other games can't is that anybody can play them and you don't have to be very good. You can just laugh and have fun. And sometimes you, you, you you land something that's cool and you can (laughs) laugh about it, but you can just, yeah. hang out while you're playing 
Yeah, uh, that's kind of why I like watching some of those games in Evil that I'm not familiar with too, because I, I understand, you know, there's a health bar, there's a health bar, he's punching that guy, he's shooting fireballs. <laughs> like, I know the basic enough concepts to enjoy the game, even when I don't know the in-depth details of it. Yeah, and there was... That's the thing, right? Like, Street Fighter set so many standards that still exist to this day. It's totally. It's almost crazy that some of these haven't evolved more than they have. <laughs> I, all, all the new games do is add a new meter that does something different than the meter in the last game now. Yeah, kind of. Or, or, like, they look prettier, or, they, uh, or they're nasty and gorier, or, you know, whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I played a lot of... Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 in the arcade. And 2, I played a lot simply because I think it was a well-made game, and it was fun to play. Um, that'd, that'd be my favorite of them. Yeah. Whereas Mortal Kombat 1 was not as great, and then 3 and afterwards, I, uh, yeah, they weren't great to me. But um, I'm sure they have their fans. Once they put a run button in there, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I don't, I don't, this is, yeah. I, actually, I did play a significant amount of 3 Ultra. We had that one on the Genesis. I remember having a big Game Pro book with all the moves and fatalities and like going through until I saw everybody's friendship, everybody's animality, yeah. everybody's fatality. Yeah. I, my problem with that game was, was simply was the run button and the, the dial-a-combo thing you had to do where it didn't take skill. It was just push these buttons in this order. Uh, so basically all the game ever turned into is you just hear the run noise constantly and people pushing buttons. So it was just... Uh, uh, you know, just you'd get tired of it. It was kind of like Colossus in X Men, right? It, was, uh, <laughs> it sounds you'd get tired of hearing very quickly. Yeah, they, um, they were a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying, we're talking about all of our like favorites. Do you have uh, like a underdog fighter that you love that we haven't talked about at all yet? An underdog fighter. Ah, oh, man. That's tough. Um, I guess I don't know what I would Not, consider like, to be an underdog. I mean, I would probably... Do you, have, do you have a guilty pleasure then, if I rephrased it? Okay, I mean, I would probably say things like Fighter's History, right? Fighter's History mm-hmm. is not known to be like, man, that's the most awesome fighting game in the world. <laughs> but I played it, right? It was, just, it was a thing that was in the Neo Geo, and we played it a lot. So, I mean, I have an affinity. Like World Heroes, right? Yeah. I don't think anybody would probably sit back that's... and go like, Man, top tier world heroes. No, but it's one of the best Street Fighter clones, I think, at the time. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I mean, King of Fighters was the best of that. Yeah, but that was a couple of years after after World Heroes. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not the first yeah. King of Fighters was pretty early. Yeah, but the first King of Fighters is bad. Not King, world heroes. Not is King. Better. I'm sorry. I meant Fatal Fury. That's me making a okay. mistake. I okay. meant Fatal Fury. Okay. Uh, I think Fatal Fury is probably the best of the Street Fighter clones. Um, um, I'd have to play that back to back with World Heroes again because I've always thought World Heroes was, was significantly better, but it has been a long time since I played either one. Yeah, Fatal Fury just had that weird two plane thing that you had to deal yeah, with. Jump back. But I would probably say, yeah, Guilty Pleasure would be some of those really early Neo Geo fighters. Um, I mean, they got really good later, right? Like the Samurai Showdown games, really good. Um, the King of oh, yeah. the King of Fighters uh, in like '95 when I played it was good. Um, I like World Heroes too. I really would. I'm excited to get a flash card at some point in time because I never got to play like Jet or Perfect, and they added new characters mm-hmm. in those. So I'll be 
you know, excited to go back and see kind of like the last revisions of that formula. So I guess I'd put that. I played also like this, you know, when 360 was a thing, there was this fighting game called Battle Fantasia, which was like... Oh, yeah, I know that. That's got a sweet cover. Yeah, all like anime kind of brownish gray color to it. Yeah, and it was like I have bargain binned really fast and it didn't, but it was good. I mean, I enjoyed playing it and it looked good. And like I said, it wasn't going to win any awards. It wasn't like, Oh my gosh, this is a new hotness, but it was a solid (laughs) fighting game that looked decent. So, you know, I had fun with it. How about you? Would you, would you, did you scrape the barrel bottom of the barrel or something? Uh, yeah. One that I put a lot of more time into than the game warranted was the X-Men mutant Academy on PS one. I don't. I've never played that. It's just got a bunch of X Men in it. Like I think there's ten characters maybe, and it's that really early 3D polygonal kind of style. But it's not a 3D fighter. It's like a 2D fighter, and so all the special moves are really slow because the character animations are like struggling to move on the PS One. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It was like right around the time the first movie came out. It might have predated that by a year or two. Um, but it, it looks horrendous. It doesn't have a very deep roster. The moves are awful looking. Uh, but we played that a lot just because I liked X-Men. Did you ever play um, the Eternal Champions games? Uh, yeah, those are really good. I forgot all about those. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I put a lot of time into those. Right, I don't know why I just totally spaced that until right now. Those were so solid but never got enough attention. Very good. I do totally, were yeah. Really I well done. Take back what I said about World Heroes being the best uh, Street Fighter clone. Eternal Champions is better than World Heroes. Yeah, especially the Sega CD version was, man, that was so good. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking yeah. of that because I was also thinking of Time Killers, which was really just terrible. <laughs> but we did play Time Killers in the arcade. We played it because it was there. Um, and just killing time, playing Time Killers. And you could chop people's heads off and stuff. And I just always remember I would play Mantaz because he was, you know, like, uh, you know. <laughs> I have not spent any time on that one. His day is so terrible. Uh, did you play Battle Blaze on the Super Nintendo? That's another terrible, terrible one. No. But we were like, oh, what was it? Maybe like a year or two ago? Uh, was it like Unholy Night or whatever? That new Super Nintendo fighting game came out. Oh, yeah. And I bought I it. I remember that. Uh, it's so horrible. It's so oh, no. terribly bad. I think you can buy it now for like $10 or something. And, okay, go buy it for $10 because it's a Super Nintendo game. It's a new Super Nintendo game. It's terrible. It's so terrible. <laughs> That's a shame. I know. I thought, yeah. like, oh, man, a new fighting game. Like, a new Super Nintendo. It's going to be cool. No. <laughs> no, it is nowhere close to cool. But yeah, like Eternal Champions on Sega um, CD, totally yeah. solid. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Fairies. I no, I'm with you there. And that I also totally blanked on Eternal Champions this whole conversation until you brought it up. Yeah. Great game. Even the Genesis one's really good too. Like this yeah, yeah. you're right. The Sega C D one is amazing, but the Genesis one's solid as well. Yeah. yeah. Any other terrible um, fighters you like? Not a terrible one, but one I never hear anybody talk about anymore is the Persona 4 Arena fighting games. Okay. No, I've never... So good. So okay. good. They're, they're made, uh, I'm pretty sure, by the same team that does the Guilty Gear games. Um, yeah. So they're really quick. They're real, they look amazing. Awesome music. Uh, 
and I was talking about how I like the story mode in Injustice, but the Persona 4 story mode is even better and it's huge and it's different for every character and it ties into the actual game. It's a canon story for the Persona role-playing games in the uh, fighting game spinoffs, which is pretty pretty impressive. I, I, yeah, I that's put the thing, a, a like... lot of time into the first one. <clears throat> Um, one that I really enjoyed that I think was pretty well known, but, um, was when I had a Dreamcast, man, Capcom versus SNK, I played mm-hmm. so much Capcom versus SNK. I loved that game and it had like unlocks you could get by keeping playing and stuff. And I, man, I unlocked everything in that game. I played that one to death. I I never really spent that much time on Capcom versus SNK two, and I know that's the one that's the more popular of the two. But man, I really yeah. loved Capcom versus SNK on the on the uh, Dreamcast. It was great. Did you ever play those the versus SNK games? A little bit, but by the time I had my Dreamcast, I definitely gravitated more towards Third Strike yeah. and Marvel versus Capcom two. Understandable. I mean, Third Strike was yeah pretty amazing. Um, yeah, but but we, yeah, we did throw uh, versus SNK in there once in a while. Yeah, man, I gosh, I played that one so much because to me that was like that was I know like some people are like oh you know I want Capcom versus you know Mortal Kombat or whatever, and I'm like never. Once they announced Capcom versus SNK though, I'm like I am so on board. <laughs> like this is totally my jam. Um, but I never got to play SNK versus Capcom. Did you ever play that? No, one? I haven't either. No, because I, I uh, I've got to play that one at some point in time. Because um, it was like that was the thing they were going to do, right? Capcom was going to do one, Capcom versus SNK, and then SNK was going to yeah. do one, SNK versus Capcom, and that was the big story, right? And then like Capcom versus SNK came out, and it like took a while before the other one came out, and so I just never played it. So I'd be curious. It was to... Same thing when they did the Street Fighter Tekken crossover. It seemed like the reverse, like just took forever. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't very popular either, was it? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I think it died off pretty quick. I think that's it. Capcom. I mean, Capcom for the most part knows how to make fighting games pretty well. And that's not an easy thing to yeah. pull off. You know, I, they've pretty much been leading the pack since two. Yeah. Yeah, which I was kind of sad to hear about Ono leaving. Um, Capcom. Yeah, this is really recent news too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been involved since basically resurrecting four. So um, him leaving is kind of sad. I know he's had health problems, and I don't know all the details, but why he left. But um, yeah, yeah. It got be interesting to see where things go um, with that. But at least he got to C five almost to the end, like before they launch a, a six one. If they do that. Oh, I mean, how do they not, right? I mean, can I, can you imagine them know. not doing it, a Street it, Fighter it 6? Makes... Uh, no, they'll definitely do one. I just think it might be different again. They might, like, you know, go to, like, a free-to-play model or something next time. Who knows? Maybe fighting games will have another transition in, in how, they, uh, how they put them out. I've always thought that these days with the systems they use they would be smart to just do a free-to-play base game and then make their money through the unlocks for other characters or season passes or whatever and you don't have to give people much right just like give them three or four characters just to like hey try this you may like it 
And that seems to be the trend lately. I, I could, I would not be surprised if something like that happened. And what I see a lot lately is to try to get people in. They'll just like Street Fighter's been doing a lot of like free. They're like, oh, we'll do these two weeks of unlock. Everything's unlocked, and everybody can play for free. See if you like it, and then you know you'll have to buy if you don't. But um, right. I think just having some kind of base game for free would probably go a long way. Yeah, yeah. I think whoever tries it first is probably going to be pretty successful. Yeah, and I well, DOA did it first already. I mean, I I, I meant out of like the big guys, yeah. like if Mortal Kombat or Killer Instinct or Street Fighter does it first. Yeah. They're going to strike gold. DOA's done it for, what, five and six, I think? Because are they on six now? I think. Um, they do that Core Fighters, where they release that basically for free and then and then make all their money. Isn't it like an insane amount of money to buy <laughs> their passes, though? Like, I thought it was like 120 bucks or something just silly for it. They put out a lot of content. But DOA is its own thing, I think, right? And yeah. we know why DOA is its own thing. <laughs> we don't really have to bring that up, do we? Yeah. Um, so do you have like a, a top three, like a holy trinity of uh, fighters in your mind? Yeah. Um, in terms of like if I want to sit and w- I want to play something, yeah. Um, so to me, probably my favorite one to play would be um, hyper fighting. So, you know, two yeah. turbo is probably to me the best. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, Super Street Fighter two turbo is good, but I think as far as just games playing fantastically, that was, that's probably pretty far up there. Um, three third strike. Uh, you know, I never got really good at third strike cause I was kind of after my days and I could never invest the time. And that's a game where there's, with the parries and everything, it's very deep systems and I could never get yeah, far enough. It's very, very technical. It is. And I could never get good enough at it to really do well, but it's an amazing game to watch and just gorgeous to play. So I'd probably have to put three third strike up there. And, um, and again, in terms of like games, I just want to play and goof off with. It's not the best, but I would still put Mortal Kombat 2 up there just because it is oh, yeah? it is fun to play. And that's tough for me because I really want to say Alpha 3, but... You just didn't want to put three Street Fighters in there? <laughs> it, but I mean, in reality, if I just want to sit and goof off with a fighter, MK2 is still solid and I have fun with it. So, you know, I would probably toss it in there. How about you? Um, definitely not, not Mortal Kombat. Um, <laughs> I, I probably me. have, uh, uh, Super Street Fighter 2. Just, um, just 2 or Turbo? Just 2. Okay. Yeah. Got the roster, um, with like everybody I need. I like to have the supers. I don't need the triple mode. Um, I like it a well, little bit. Well, you didn't get, you didn't slower. get supers in Super. You didn't get, no, you didn't get supers which until one, Turbo. Which, which one's the 3DO release? Isn't that just Super two? Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Turbo? Okay, that is the one I meant then. Okay. Yeah, that's the one I spent the most time with. Um, Injustice 2 I'd probably go with. Um, really? Yeah, I really, really like the Injustice games. Yeah, no, I can understand There's, why. I mean, this, obviously the characters and everything, and they're really well made. Yeah, every character feels really, really different in those games. There's not a lot of like, there's like no clone characters in them, really. 
Not that I can think of. Yeah, and I think they do a good job of making the characters' powers and everything um, what you would expect from them. But, I mean, you can't make some sure. of the powers as powerful as they probably would, would be in real life. So it's balanced. Well, they... They, yeah, there's a lore reason for that in the games, which, yeah, would not make any sense in the normal meet-up with these characters. Right, and as I say, they do a good job of, of making it work. Yeah, I, I find in those games, um, I don't. it's not really frustrating, but uh, the characters that I want to be feel weird, and I don't like playing them, and I like playing the characters that I wouldn't normally gravitate towards. So who do you play in Injustice, then? I'm curious. Like, I hate Batman. He's, like, my least favorite character in that game, and he's, like, the one I want to play the baddest, but okay. just he just moves so unusually. Okay. Uh, I like Batgirl, and, like, Martian Manhunter's pretty interesting. Um, Swamp Thing's pretty cool in that game. Uh, Flash is really fun, and I typically don't like playing the really fast guys. I like playing the big heavy brutes. But Flash is just just feels right in that game. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, and my favorite fighter of all time, definitely King of Fighters thirteen. King of Fighters probably 13. has some, probably has a little to do with winning that the tournament that one time. But <laughs> I I think it is a gorgeous game, like one of my favorite looking games of any genre. Uh, it's got a massive roster, really really fun characters, really diverse characters. Uh, the it's it's like third strike in the sense that it can get really technical if you want to um like with all the like it's got all the different jumps the rolls the combos the cancel meters like you, you can get pretty deep into it if you want but even if you don't it's just fun to play and it can just be as basic as street fighter if you're playing against someone else of that skill level too um so i always have a really good time with that and it's fun having the three characters uh, to mess around with. So you can you can just build a whole bunch of different teams, and then even when you figured out your team, you got to figure out who you want to start with and anchor your team. and And are you gonna like use the first couple characters to build meter, and then blow that all with the last character, or like like there's so many different ways to approach it because of the three characters. Yeah, that I, I have a lot of fun with it. And it doesn't doesn't get old quickly. So who's your team? Um, I usually like to go with uh, King right off the bat yeah. and try and try and play some zoning and build up some meter. Uh, I like Andy in the middle because uh, I can, I, f I feel confident with him with or without meter. So if I need to burn a little meter with him, I'm, I'm okay to do that. But otherwise I'd like to save it for Joe, who is just my like, cheapo finisher. Yeah. Throwing those hurricane punches <laughs> uh, in triplets with, with some little meter burn. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, no Terry, huh? Gotta give Terry the shaft. No, Terry uh, just feels awkward to me. I don't like playing him. Uh, I, I switch in Kim sometimes. I like him as a backup. Yeah, Kim. Yeah. Um, yeah, never Terry. I'm always a uh, Terry Mai, fan. I'm, I'm, I feel competent with Mai, too. She's fun to play with. Geese? Is it Geese in that one? Uh, he is my, my... One of my buddies always plays like a Geese and... Uh, Oh, what's the other? Goro. Gis uh, yeah. and Goro are always on his team. He likes the, the big dudes in that game. And I always have a, like, Goro's like Zangief. Like, if you keep him at a distance, he's never scary. As soon as he gets close to you, like, you're just like, get away from me. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, I gotta get out of here in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sometimes Geese is, in some of those games, is just, oh, cheese, man. Yeah. 
Uh, last time um, I was playing a significant amount of that, uh, I was messing around with Blue Mary, who was really okay. fun because she's got like some some cool counter moves, yep. um, and some cool grabs and stuff. Uh, so she was a really neat character. That's the fan. They always have a great roster. I mean, those are just great games. I think in general. So, like I said, I'm really excited yeah. to get a flashcard so I can play all those on the Neo Geo. Uh, wish I had the money to afford all the carts, but <laughs> I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> Yeah. Any, anything else you wanted to throw in before we wrap her up? No, I could probably sit here and talk all night, but obviously we can't. Um, uh, to me, these games just encapsulate, um, you know, fun that you can have in small bursts. And that is so good for me these days. Um, I, sometimes I just don't have hours to spend, but when I can turn a game on, I can play it. I can play it for like 20 minutes and I can have some fun and I can turn it off and I don't feel like I need to have made some progress or just find yeah, some very, very good true. stopping point or anything. I can just at any point in time just go, Nope, I'm good. And, uh, I don't know, that flexibility is good. Um, I like them a lot more when I can play with somebody else, which sometimes that's tough, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I think that's what it brings to me these days. I mean, it used to bring something else to me when I was younger, but these days it's just, I love that it's you can just have these short burst play, state, play sessions with it. Nice. Yeah, I actually approach them differently than that now. Um, I still see them as like a really fun competitive experience. Um, and, and like very, very casually for me now. Um, like my neighbor... Uh, he's really into the the more 3D fighters. So he grabbed the newest Soul Calibur a few months ago. Mm-hmm. He invited me and a couple friends over. Sorry, more than a few months ago because it was before all the COVID stuff. Right. Uh, and we all went over for the night and just passed the controller off. And every like most of us were not good at it. So you, if you got two wins in a row, you were on a streak. And then you'd lose your streak right after that. Uh, but it was just fun to goof around with them. No one was taking it seriously. No one was being very good at it. Um but when I want to play single player, I actually like just going into like the uh, the practice mode and just like trying to nail a combo that I've okay. never been able to hit or something. And I'll do that until I can either do it or get frustrated and move on to the next combo. Um, and that's kind of what I've been doing single player on those kind of games for the last couple of years. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, training modes these days are really in-depth. They're great. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, and yeah. five, like all these combo... You know, lessons and things that are in there, which I can't pull them off because it's like, okay, go into this and then cancel this move into that. And I'm like, I can't, <laughs> the, I can't do that. The I was trying to to platinum the Persona 4 Arena. Yeah. And the training mode, yeah, it's, it's like link these two moves together, link these three moves together, link these four moves together, link these 13 moves together. <laughs> all of a sudden it would jump from like four to 13 and you'd have to, yeah, do like your EX cancels into, yeah. into something. As soon as you get into cancels nuts. and things, I'm usually, I'm like, ah, this is, I just can't reliably do a lot of that stuff. So, um, yeah. like the timing so is, I just... never, I never did platinum that game. <laughs> It's okay. I'll never finish any combo trials for any characters in Street Fighter. So. Yeah, they get just wild. They do. They do. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I'm glad we had a chance to talk about this. And uh, Yeah, me too. I, it's too bad Bill wasn't here, so hopefully uh, if he can join us next time, we'll just uh, we'll get his little like five-minute take at the start of the episode. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah. Best wishes, Bill. I hope I hope this stuff is is treating you okay, man. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah, we'll we'll be back uh, two weeks from now. We've been on schedule so far. I, I'm pretty impressed with us. We're doing it, man. I, I, you know, I, I'm, yeah, I feel pretty good that we're actually nailing a schedule. I don't think we've ever really since the beginning we did a little we bit at the very have beginning. Never. <laughs> well, even then it would be like let's put something out in this month and we just figure out what day that month would work the best and yeah it was pretty loose as terms as the schedule goes yeah and i see that we are getting a few more followers the the download seems solid so you know hey share us with your friends let folks know oh we probably should do that real quick you know the find a show stuff so do you want me to belt that out or do you got it please no go for it um so yeah a couple quick things i won't spend forever on it um I'm on Twitter as at CollectorCast. Uh, Kelsey, where can they find you? At Kelsey Polnick. And you want to spell that for folks? K-E-L-S-Y-P-O-L-N-I-K. I say that simply because a lot of people won't put the, the E-Y in there, and it's not. Yeah, I, I never think of that, but that is true. Every driver's license or certificate I've ever received in my life has the E on it. Yeah, yeah, so... Find find uh, Kelsey out there. Um, you know the show easy to find. We're on pretty much about every platform except I still haven't figured out SoundCloud yet. But uh, pretty much wherever else you want to find your shows, uh, you can find the show there. Uh, we are on YouTube. I know we've got a couple dedicated YouTube listeners. Uh, we're doing what we can to keep them on YouTube. Uh, Bill's kind of our <laughs> our person that handles that, and Bill's kind of crazy right now. So um, maybe we'll see what we can do. Maybe I can help out Bill on some of that and and jump in, but. We really, I think we really appreciate all these people for all these years that listen to the show. Sometimes it amazes me that we've been doing it this long and you guys still want to listen. So thank you. Uh, that means a lot. So much. It really does. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, follow us. Give us a holler. Let us know what you think of the show. If you got some topic ideas that you'd like to see coming up, you know, you know where to find us. Um, we are on Facebook too. You know, I. Uh, I don't Facebook a whole lot, but you can definitely catch us on that end. But uh, yeah, glad I'm really glad when I can talk to some of the listeners. It's a lot of fun. See you guys next time.